Good morning, everyone, and welcome again to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark, today here with Max O'Brien, and today is day 128 since we've been back on the air. Today, Max and I want to share something that's come to our attention recently as we've been getting word from some of the communities in the surrounding areas in terms of healthcare. With the lack of many of the modern medicines we got used to, including and especially vaccines, we're starting to see some old diseases that we hadn't had to deal with for a while coming back. Measles, whooping cough, stuff like that. We're all hoping even more serious issues won't come back, like polio. And we're all keeping people with existing conditions like HIV in our thoughts, because without their medication, they could be in for a rough time, if they aren't already. But the main thing we want to talk about right now is tuberculosis. I'm willing to bet that there are some survivors out there who don't know what it is and may not know anything about it, so Dr. Clark asked me to do a very brief history lesson on the disease. Tuberculosis is a highly contagious disease caused by bacteria. It used to be called consumption because one of the symptoms, in addition to a chronic severe cough and fever, is dramatic weight loss. It's airborne and, when present in a community, can infect people at a dramatically rapid rate. Treatment is with antibiotics, although those are becoming more and more scarce, and before the fall, doctors were already struggling with the bacteria becoming resistant to the antibiotics. So if you do have access to some, be sure to take a full course. I know it's tempting to conserve the medicine for later, but if the medicine stops working, then saving it isn't going to help you or anybody else. Those at particular risk for getting TB include smokers, which we know a lot of people are turning back to tobacco as a way to relieve the stress of the zombie situation, and people with HIV-AIDS, which we talked about previously. There is a vaccine for TB, so if you happen to have access to it, we highly recommend taking advantage of it. Other than that, the only real prevention is to try to avoid being in contact with people who have it. Watch for symptoms. Severe cough with blood, fever, night sweats, and dramatic unexplained weight loss. Hygiene is important, too. Spitting on the sidewalks is gross, but it could be spreading TB if the person doing the spitting has it. If you detect someone who has it, quarantine them away from others until the disease has run its course. And designate caregivers who have limited contact with the public. It's a serious illness, but it's not an automatic death sentence. We know that's not a lot to go on, and we're not trying to scare people. We just want everyone to be careful, and for more reasons than one. Tuberculosis is a scary disease, and throughout history it has caused people to resort to some pretty extreme and unorthodox measures to try to do something about it. I know I have a reputation for concocting some wild theories, but I certainly don't ascribe to the idea that evil spirits had anything to do with this, which is something that happened frequently in the 18th and 19th centuries and possibly earlier. Well, there was that one time you suggested the zombies were the leftover bodies after the rapture. Jennifer set me straight there, and besides, I never said they were evil spirits. The rapture is well documented in religious literature. I just hadn't done enough research. And there was a time you said it was voodoo. Okay, yes, but I still didn't say it was evil spirits. I said it was a mixture of several different types of chemical compounds and poisons. My point, Max, is that you might need to tone it back just a bit in case someone blames you. Okay, okay, point taken. But the zombies are a complete mystery to us as of today. Tuberculosis, as scary as it can be, it's something we understand a little better. We know it's caused by bacteria. We know how to prevent it and cure it, even if the resources to actually do so may not be readily at hand. In the 19th century, there were multiple documented cases of families who... One by one came down with consumption, and in their desperation, they would sometimes dig up the bodies of family members who had already died to see if they were decomposing. 
And if they thought for a minute that they weren't, they would ritually burn things like the heart and the liver and other organs. They thought that the disease they called consumption was being caused by deceased relatives who were coming back from the dead and consuming the living from the inside out. Vampire legends had been around for a long time by this point, but this only strengthens them. And we know zombies were myths and legends up until recently, and it's tempting to wonder what other myths and legends might turn out to be real. But we need to remember the difference between myths and the reality we're living now. Those zombies weren't averse to water. These are. In some of the myths, just dying was enough to turn you into a zombie. That's not true in our reality. We have to actually be bitten. And that could mean that there are other differences, including where they came from and what we can do about them. It is vital that we hold on to the knowledge we gained in recent years. Biological science is what's going to save us. That and just general perseverance. But if we start turning on each other and reverting to old superstitions, then that's going to make everything a lot harder on everyone. We hope today hasn't been too much of a downer. We just want everyone to be aware, be careful, and be safe. You can't make a problem go away by ignoring it, but you don't have to succumb to your fate and live in dread either. Seek knowledge, rely on science and facts, and take prudent precautions. Well, that's all the time we've got for today, but we'll be back tomorrow. Agnes didn't come on the show today because she thought it was too depressing, but she's promised something more uplifting for tomorrow. Until then, take care of each other.